your alarm clock goes off too early. The coffee isn't already made. And you gotta make it to work. On time. Only one team of superheroes can wake you up. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. Begin now. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to your Thursday. It is going to be an awesome day. I hope you're ready for it. I'm so ready for an awesome day. One day away from the weekend. That's right. Very happy about that. Absolutely. Um, I found out some some bad parenting news. We'll put it that way. Something I've been saying to my kids every night since they were born is apparently traumatizing them, according to psychologists. Traumatizing them. Your kids seem pretty fine to me. I have said this every single night to them, and it was said to me every night as a kid. We'll tell you uh, what it is and find out if you've also been saying this phrase to your kids before they go to bed. Coming up next. What if you found out something you were saying to your kids every single night before bedtime was actually traumatizing them? Because that's where I am this morning. It's 103.7 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. What are you telling them? That everything's going to be all right? No. And they know it's a lie? I don't tell lies to my (laughs) children. No, every night when my kids go to bed, I always say, Buenas noches, buena suerte, don't let the chinches bite. We've been singing in our family for years. My uh, grandmother is Cuban, and so it's it's the Spanish version of don't let the bed bugs bite. Okay. But a lot of people say that, right? Good night, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. It's a common saying, although it's weird because you, you would hope that your child isn't sleeping in a bed with bed bugs. But... Right, but it's just an expression. Yeah, it's like a right. good luck thing while they're sleeping, right? Of course. So apparently, psychologists are saying, don't say that to your kids now. It is traumatizing kids because 2020 is such a hot mess that they are now thinking that they really might get bugs all up in their bed. Like, they don't understand what actual bed bugs are. So it's giving kids anxiety as they try to fall asleep, imagining that, you know, with all the other stuff going on, now they got to worry about bugs in the bed. So they're telling you to not say that to your this kids. This is stupid. I can't not say that. It's a family tradition. We've been doing it for years. I'm not going to not do that. This is a case of people being oversensitive and science. You think? Uh, my mom used to say something a lot worse. She said, sleep well, will you? There's a man in the closet who might kill you. Your mom did not she say was that. She quite the poet. <laughs> 1037 Play. So my niece did something super weird on FaceTime this week, and I think it's super weird, but maybe this is like a normal parenting thing now. It's 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. So I have a two-year-old niece who lives in Florida, and we were FaceTiming with her the other night, and she was in the bathtub eating an ice cream cone. Like, taking a bath, like the water's like all around her and everything. you were FaceTiming with her while she was... You're we, something with the... Yeah, she's got her bubbles. She's playing. Okay, she's all happy. Yeah, whatever. Gotcha. So she she's in the bathtub and she's eating ice cream. And I was like, wait, what is that? Apparently bathtub ice cream is a thing. Bathtub ice cream. Or at least cream. in their house it is. Yeah, you need to bribe your kids to get into the bath, which don't even get me started on the fight to get your kids to get in the bath. Right. So you can give them ice cream and then they get all sticky and gross. Doesn't matter. They're in the bathtub. They just wash it off right then. So is this like a thing? I'm all about bathtub ice cream, and I hate that I miss this as a kid. Do you have to bribe your kids to get in the tub? Is that yeah, like but I hadn't thought kind of, of ice cream. Wish I knew this advice earlier, and we could have used the bathtub yeah, ice cream. It's not bad. So bathtub ice cream is for kids what shower beers are for adults. Like, mm-hmm. I never want to shower, but my wife will put a cold beer in there, and, you know, it makes me want to get in. You're saying Courtney has to bribe you to shower? Yeah, then we get my jammies on, and she reads me a bedtime story. <laughs> 103.7 Play. So the roads may be a little different right now. You might want to watch out for something. It's 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. 
You need to watch out for terrible drivers right now. They're, I mean, that's always been the case. Yeah, but they've noticed, uh, like, you know day. how they compile all your info and stuff on Facebook and, like, they get trends from that? They found out a lot more people are writing that they're really scared to be in a car again because people have taken several months off of driving. And if your car still works, good for you. You probably drive it around the block a few times. People are, like, nervous about getting behind the wheel. I, I lived in Manhattan for a little bit when I was at MTV, and going back to driving after that, freaked me out. Like, it's weird when you're not driving after you've been yeah. a driver for a long time. And it I does mean, scare you. You're not naturally a very good driver. I'm so a terrible like, it's driver. Like, add that in, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be on the road. But they're saying, like, if you're driving now, you know, you really need to look out for the people around you who have forgotten how to use a turn signal and how to merge and what speeds to go. So just be a little extra cautious as you're driving and more people are emerging back into society now. Ugh. I'm curious. 345-1037. Do you get a little freaked out when you're driving now? I... I do. I'm like really, really afraid to drive. I um, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I even just starting up my car the other day, I was like afraid to back out of my driveway, and and then I was like trying to go over my head exactly all the rules of the road, and <laughs> and it sounds so silly because I've driven for so long, but I just yeah, I just it really. I was like super slow at intersections and like looking both ways a thousand times. And I yeah, totally freaked me out. Wow. How long has it been since you actually were in a car driving? I haven't driven in two and a half months, which is the longest I've ever gone without driving. It's like anything else. You just got to get out and do it a little bit. You know, you're going to run some stop signs. You're going to hit some curbs. Wait, what? Maybe get in a fender bender, but eventually it'll come back to you. <laughs> it's not how you learn to drive again. 1037 Play. Are you ready for Halloween? Dun, dun, dun. We've got a while. Okay, but you know what? It's nice to have things to look forward to. And I know, we're like a week it's, out from 4th of July, but you got to start getting ready I, now. Halloween might not even happen, don't, if we're being what honest. What is wrong? I don't want to kill the buzz here, but... You killed it. My I buzz mean, is it, dead. It might not even be happening. I've had my costume done for like two what? weeks already. No, I'm you waiting. Yes, I have. So there are going to be obviously some changes that will probably have to happen for Halloween. Uh, so there are companies that are changing the way that haunted houses are done. And they're preparing like now to get ready for those because of COVID, obviously. So they don't think they're going to be able to do regular haunted houses where like you just walk through. Instead, they're being um, creating these drive through haunted houses. These things are amazing. I've seen all these videos now of like the way they're putting them together. And here's where it gets scary. So in a regular haunted houses, there's like always like an escape out. If you get too freaked out, there's like a little door. You just walk out. You're good to go. Uh-uh. When you're in your car and they can just come at your car all the time. Oh, it's going to be uh, terrifying. One, you're in a car. Yeah. Two, you can run over them. I mean, when you're, you're in a haunted house without a car. run over people in a haunted house. You don't have any protection. I, I'm i just sick of drive through stuff, like drive through zoos, drive through concerts, drive through strip clubs, drive through haunted houses now. Like, I don't want to sit in my car. I've had enough of this. Did you say drive through strip clubs? Yeah, it's just throwing money out the window. <laughs> 1037 Play. Hollywood Hot Mess. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. All right, so I've got a cool story for you about movie news. So there's this movie that's getting made that's all about this scientist that creates a perfect human out of AI. Guess who's playing the AI robot in it? Mm, Carrie Bradshaw. <gasps> no, an okay. actual AI robot. Really? They've trained this artificially intelligent robot to actually act and is going to be the star of this movie. Isn't that crazy? That is, yeah, like it's going to be. It's a robot. Playing a robot. Playing a robot. 
Are there, there going to be any bedroom scenes? I don't, I don't know. Why, why is that the part you I don't you're know going why my to? head went there. They taught a robot to act, and you're focused on the bedroom scene? I don't know. I just thought it'd be interesting. Stop it. All right, so Netflix <laughs> knows that we get embarrassed sometimes because of them. There's two top reasons why. One, you get embarrassed because you lied to someone that you were watching a show with, and you're like, no, babes, I'll watch it with you. And then you go ahead, yeah. and Netflix is like, pick up where you left off three episodes ahead of your girlfriend. That happens. That's one. The second one is when you're watching something that you don't want your partner or your kids or the 500 people you gave your Netflix password to to see what you've been watching. So they have come up with a way to kind of save face for this. Uh, going forward next week, you'll be able to use the app for Netflix on your phone and delete stuff from your viewing history so no one is the wiser. That is good news. We share Netflix with my mother-in-law, uh, my sister-in-law, even mm. her grandparents. And I don't want them seeing that I watch like Girl Meets World <laughs> and then Treehouse Masters, and then an episode of Kids Baking Championship. Like no one needs to what? know these things. Why are you watching Girl Meets World? I don't know. <laughs> 1037 Play. Second Date Classic. All right, so Dan, tell us why uh, you want to be on Second Date. Tell us about that first date that you went on. Um. Well, I mean, it, it was a pretty good date. I mean, it you know, it was pretty normal. We had dinner and went out for a few drinks. I mean, there were no red flags as far as, you know, I could see about something that would drive her away. I, you know, you know, good parting and everything. So I'm, I'm just kind of confused. You had a good parting, so that's always. What does key that on mean? Good parting, like you guys hugged each other goodbye. You made out before. Yeah, you left. like a, a, a hug and a kiss on the cheek. You know, okay. like the, you know, more may come, but you know, we're, you know, it's like. So she wasn't yeah. repulsed by you at the end of the date, is what you're saying? God no. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we are gonna try to figure out what happened, why she's not calling you back, and uh, we'll see, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Hello? Hi, is this Shauna? Yes, this is. Hi, Shauna. My name is Melissa. You and I don't know each other yet, but you know Dan, who you went on a date with a couple weeks ago? Uh, yeah. So Dan is a friend of mine. He's the one who actually gave me your number. I was just calling because he said he was trying to reach you and he's texted a few times and left you a message and um, you're not calling him back. So I offered to call you and see if, if you would answer when I called and you did. Are you oh trying my to God. are you trying to avoid him? Oh my God, he gave you my number? Yeah, but only just because like we're just really good friends. I'm not going to like give it out to anybody or anything. He tried calling from his phone. You weren't answering. I mean, are you, are you trying to not talk to him anymore? Kind of, yeah. Oh, God. I, I mean, did I, something happen? Like, why are you not talking to him? I mean, listen, he's a nice guy. Like, and, and the date was great. He's handsome. You know, he checks all the right boxes. He has a nice car. He has a good job. But it's just one of those things where, you know, you don't talk about politics on your first date, you know? He was talking about politics? Yeah. And, like, everything he said it was kind of just against what I stand for. So, you know, I, I just don't want to get into it. Oh, well, I mean, it just naturally came up in conversation. Like, Hello? I, I certainly. Hey. Yeah, actually, uh, Shauna, that's that's Dan. He, <laughs> he's right here with us on the phone because you're actually on the radio, and this is second date on 1037 Plague. What? Don't freak out. It's fine. We're just trying to figure out why you weren't calling him back. Dan, how political were you on this date? 
I mean, I was just talking about the general state of the country, and, you know, it, it kind of came up in a couple scenes in, in the conversations we were having. I, I, I certainly wasn't trying to, like, push my political agenda, like, down her throat or anything, but she, she just kind of nodded and smiled and said, uh-huh, and, like, you know, I, I thought she just, yeah, I mean, she didn't it. tell me that it was a problem. Like, if, if, right, if it well, was making her uneasy, I could have steered the conversation somewhere else. Okay, but this is the first date. I don't know you, so for you to bring it up on the first date, kind of a lot, don't you think? No, no. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, a, a cornerstone of, like, part of somebody's personality or, like, interests or, or whatever, or just their their views and, like, how they how they see the world. So, like, I mean, there's, why not just, like, dig in? I think he was, he was trying to sound like he was intelligent. I do it all the time. I just, like, say random stuff about politics, right, even though I don't know what I'm talking about. it for you, too. So, clearly, this it is does. not a good it's, it's probably not first date topic material, but, you know, I get what he's saying, though. It's the state of the country right now. Why not bring it up? Why you know? bring it up, though, on a date? Like, you're supposed to be talking to each other and, like, learning about each other, not discussing the current affair of the world. Right. I mean, part of what makes a person a person is going to be politics. All, all politics is is the nature of humans interacting with one another and sorting kind of day-to-day things out on either a very small scale or, like, a big global scale. I I don't know. It's just humans interacting. This is sexy talk. (laughs) I'm with Shauna. I feel like we need some more wine, and I'm leaving. So it looks like you guys don't seem to hate each other. Maybe there was just some political stuff. You can push that aside. You know, you can cross the aisle. And no, I just don't <laughs> agree with the things. Well, all right, got, so, got the answer there, I guess. Sorry, it was a turn off, and and that I wasted your time. All so right, I'll, so I'll just move on. No second date. We're not going to make this date great again. Uh, <laughs> you know, we tried, Melissa. One zero three seven play mornings with Melissa and Jack. Your second.